We're going to be talking VFLW. Their final series starts this weekend and the top of the ladder. Undefeated Magpies are just ruling the roost at the minute. And uh, on the show right now, we've got um, their senior assistant coach, Brett Alexander. G'day, Brett. How are you? Thanks for having us on. Oh, thanks for Pleasure, joining mate. us, mate. Yes. Well, tell us about this season. Undefeated. Incredible effort. Yeah, it's been... Um it's been a great journey so far. I think, you know, with the, not knowing what we we're going to get with all the COVID restrictions from last year and um, just the way the girls went about pre-season and once we got the, the main season up and running, they, they hit their straps pretty much straight away and even coming off the short break there for a couple of weeks recently, they just picked up where they left off. So, yeah, we're really proud of what they've been able to do so far. Do you, Brett, it's the Oracle here, mate. Do you guys get the AFLW girls back to play? Yeah, yeah, we do. So we didn't for the first half of the season. Not obviously the AFLW season was was up and running. So some of the girls that weren't getting a game there would come and, and play with us. So they're keeping up their match fitness and you know putting their hand up for selection at that side. Yeah. Um, in the back end of this season, um, you can have up to ten players if you wish to play from the AFLW, and we've yep. probably had anywhere between five to eight to nine each round coming through and but, um, they don't always play every round so for example we might have them playing in two or three two or three week blocks um, yeah. just to manage their load after an AFLW season. You would have trouble fitting Chloe Malloy into your side then wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone would like to fit that, uh, Chloe Malloy and have that trouble wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> what about Michaela Can? Is she getting a run as well? Oh she's doing yeah, fantastic. Yeah she's, she's in red hot form. She got um, in the in the best on the weekend, she had around thirty disposals, late yeah. eleven tackles. Yeah, yeah she she's been fantastic in the last few weeks for us. Did you have her at Box Hill as well? Yeah, yeah, I coached her. Her nickname's Bull. So we uh, in our premiership year eighteen, I coached her there. So to come across and reconnect with her has been great. Yeah, that's the that's the year my daughter was there, but she only played the one game. She I'm was there with uh, yep. Olivia Flanagan. Uh, who else was there? Woodsy. Uh, yep, Emerson. Yep. Yeah, Emerson Woods and yeah, my daughter Belle Price. But yeah, she played one game and uh, I think she didn't like running yeah, too no, much. There was a <laughs> group of girls that came through that, that year, the 18th and 19th squad for sure. Yeah, yeah, she loved it down there. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. You've got to run to play football, Brett, and she's not done like running too much. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's a hard part of the game. So, isn't it? If it's not, if you're not endowed with like great speed or endurance, it, it can be a challenging game for you. Tell me why Olivia Flanagan can't seem to get drafted, Brett. Um, well, that's a, a curious question, that one. Like I just said, we, when I was at Hawthorne for the three years I was there, um, you know, she, she had some really good purple patches where her skill-making and decision-making and everything was really good and... I know a few clubs um, inquired after the 2018 um, when we won the premiership there and, and 19, but um, for various reasons, obviously, they've looked uh, other directions. So, you know, I hope that she persists with her footy at Hawthorne there and, um, and gets a look in. I think probably, um, you know, now that she's had a couple of years in the system under her belt, hopefully she you know, really realises that there's an opportunity there for her and um, he really puts the work in to hopefully get that next look in. Yeah, be nice. Yeah, we, we speak about uh, Box Hill, um, Brett. You spent a lot of time there with uh, Paddy, of course, and sort of rumours flying around about who's taking the Saints' uh, job in the AFLW. Has he got a good chance of getting there, and what's he like as a coach? I, I reckon he's a really good chance. Well, so I've kept in contact with Paddy um, since he, he got the, the um, role for the AFLW side at St Kilda. We've been friends since high school days, so we keep in contact regularly, and... Um, 
Uh, you know, he's fitted in the system. He's shown what he's capable of doing at the VFL level, and he's doing that now at the AFLW level. So, um, <clears throat> having the intel he'd probably have on the St Kilda playing group, um, I definitely think you know that he, he's going to have a, a damn good chance to have a look. And obviously, you don't know who he's going up against in the landscape these days. But um, I like to think that with his background, he, he's definitely a good chance. And obviously. He's a well-known person in the industry, so yeah, I hope, fingers crossed, he gets that opportunity to show what he can do as the head coach of an AFLW team. What about you, Brett? Would you be interested mm. in a job like that? Oh, look, it's always been one of my aspirations. I'm, a, I'm currently a full-time teacher. Um, been doing that for over 25 years, but I think I sort of got a taste for the AFLW industry over the last four or five years, and um, you know, especially talk during jobs and that, you could just. Have a life just coaching football and be involved along those lines. It's something I definitely aspire to one day if I get that opportunity. What's your sort of coaching journey been? I know you've been involved with a number of clubs, but sort of where did it start and how did you get through to the AFLW now? Yeah, um, well, I started, I suppose, with the um, adult female football journey when um, they first started the VFLW um, and they gave out the licenses for that. And I applied for a job as the head coach of the Seaford Football Club women's side there um, so I did that um, for two years but they had their licence um, and after my first year there that's when the AFLW started and I um, joined or got invited to join Carlton as their development coach for the AFLW team there um, and then at the end of their second year at Seaford that's when their licence the community licence were given to the AFL club so St Kilda um, picked up our licence at Seaford and that's when um, Hawthorne through Paddy I, was, I had a contact good friends with Paddy so Hawthorne reached out and had a chat to me about what they were trying to build for the future hoping to get an AFLW licence so I spent the next three years at Hawthorne um, as one of their assistants um, so I did my first year the forward line and then in the second year I did the midfield group and then when Paddy um, went on to get the job at St Kilda I became the acting senior coach there um, and went through the process and just got pipped at the post uh, for the head coach's role there by uh, Beck Goddard who they appointed last year so and then um, yeah joined Collingwood at the end of uh, last season even though it wasn't much of a season with COVID um, yeah I joined a, a common day contact with me and yeah I've been there since November last year So you would have been with the Hawks uh, when they won the flag a few years ago yeah, two, 2018. Yeah, yeah that, that was my first yeah. year there. So they started at Box Hill in 2017, and then that end of that year, that's when the VFL licences were passed on, and it's when yeah, Hawthorne reached out through Paddy to see if I'd be interested in coming across. And yeah. that's it. And I was really fortunate in 2018. We had a fantastic year, and um, yeah, got a beach along in the grand final then. Yeah, so I guess you've sort of been through the whole finals thing before and everything. How are you sort of communicating, I guess, what you and the other coaches have learned through that to the to the girls coming into finals? Um, I, I suppose we've, we've approached, we're looking at approaching, like I said, the next four-week block, hopefully. We're just believing in what we've shown we're capable of doing so far. As I said, we've, we've played in different conditions in, at various times throughout the year. We've played different forms of opposition, different styles. Um, and our, I suppose if you want to call it your brand of how you play, it's stood up in all the different conditions and all the different styles of football. Um, and so we think we're in a really good place. Um, we're really fortunate, I think, that with the AFLW girls that you're speaking about before that have come through each week, um, they have a fantastic rapport amongst both the VFL and AFL group, and that's definitely played a part um, 
that you might have turnover each week of different players, um, but the way they still connect with each other, where it's on the training track or game day, um, it's been a big part of our success so far. So we're just looking to continue rolling with that, hopefully in the coming weeks. Yep, and you start off with the Cats this Saturday. You've already played them twice uh, this season. Round one, knocked them over by two points, and then... Just last week, you played them, beat them by 19 points, but more, most impressive thing, you didn't let them kick a goal. So, yeah, yeah they, um, in, in round one, when we played them, we were probably up by about three or four goals at three quarter time, and that was down at Deacon Uni in Geelong, and they stormed home and nearly, nearly stole the game from us. They were red hot, um, cutting us up on the outside with their run. And then on the weekend, um, they started very well. Um, they had a couple of quick shots on goal, but after that, um, I think we kept them scoreless until the last quarter when they, they got their, their other point. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so the, our defensive unit's been fantastic this year. Um, they just withstand so many 450 entries and they work really well to, as a back six and obviously they're supported well by the midfield group. So, um, look, we're sure Geelong will we'll probably have a couple of changes this week. We're expecting a couple of AFLW players probably to come in. Um, but, you know, the maximum you can have 10 and any side, so... All of our AFLW girls, our BFLW girls have stood up all year, as I said. So it'll be another good challenge, but we don't take them lightly. They've had you know, some really good some success over the years. Um, like I said, they were played in the grand final in 2018. So, you know, they've definitely had that finals experience before. Yep, they certainly have. Well, it should be a fantastic final series. Really looking forward to it. Um, Brett, thank you so much for your time, mate. Uh, good luck with uh, the Mighty Pies for uh, this next month, I suppose. Yeah, well, that's what, yeah, we're hoping it's a month. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the old saying you take it one week at a time. But yeah, thanks for having us on and I appreciate the time to have a chat to you. <laughs> Not a problem, Brett Alexander there.